You're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 125 with Nitin Choda. Today, we're taking you on a true life story of the American dream. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What is going on in your world today, men of abundance? Today, I just love this kind of story. Today, we are going to be talking about a true American dream story. And I'm telling you right now, guys, you know, when we talk about the United States and all the bullshit that we have going on today with all of this immigration crap and kneeling and everybody pissed off about this and pissed off about that, I just, you know, I just don't get it. I really don't. Especially when we have so many people just fighting to come to this country and everybody right here within the country wants to fight each other. I just don't get it. It just boggles my mind. And when I talk to people like Nitin who came here from Mumbai, India, in his 20s, post 9-11, I'm talking just after 9-11, and with a man of his accent and his skin color and you think he had it easy... You have got to think again. I'm telling you who's got it easy. Chances are it's you. Some of you have it way too easy. You're way too comfortable. That's why you can't succeed in life. I know because I've been there. I'm there now. I am in a very, very comfortable place right now that makes it very difficult for me to want to further improve my foxhole. Every time I have these conversations with people and I hear about people who hit rock bottom, and I recently heard somebody say that, the easiest way to get have success in your life is to hit rock bottom because there's nowhere else to go. And I'm talking seriously rock bottom. Well, when somebody comes to this country from another country, for instance, India, where every single year 80,000 children come up missing, the average income is much lower than anybody in the United States that's on welfare. The living conditions are terrible for most of the population. And when somebody decides to take a chance, a huge chance, to come to this country post 9-11 and try to make something of himself, I just have to stop and listen to that story. And here's what's more. Nitin, as you'll soon find out, came here as a doctor with a doctorate degree and a highly sought-after skill, but still was not living as good as many of you are listening to this right now. He still was not living as good as you are today. This story you're going to hear today is basically one of the big reasons why I started this whole Men of Abundance journey and this Men of Abundance podcast, because this is an abundant leader. This is what it's about to have the abundance mindset and get out of the scarcity mindset of trying to beat each other down all the time. You know, There's a very little known fact, and I don't always say this, and I probably won't say it again, but I want you to know that there are people that are on my social media platforms that are consistently hating on somebody, some group, some person, whether it's the president or the current president or the last president or whoever it is, I don't care. If you consistently show signs of hate against any individual or a group of people, 
I just unfriend you. I don't say anything to you. I don't have anything else to say to you. I just don't want to hear from you anymore. And so I just quietly unfriend you. And some of you may be listening to this. I don't know, but I kind of doubt it. So I think I'm pretty safe in saying that and them not ever finding out about it. Now, for those of you that this is your first time tuning into Men of Abundance, I want to welcome you. And I want to let you know that I'm a little bit more fired up today than I usually am because this particular story really got me fired up. And I really enjoy sharing these stories with you because I'm hoping that I will help you start having the abundance mindset and get out of the scarcity mindset so that you too can grow and live the life that you know you deserve. And here's what I would like for you to do today to be abundant in your life today. If somebody referred you to Men of Abundance, if somebody shared this with you on social media or in person or whatever the case may be, please go back to them and thank them. Just thank them for referring you to Men of Abundance because they cared enough about you to turn you on to Men of Abundance. Now, what I would like for you to do in turn is to share it with somebody else. And that's how we get the word out about living a life of abundance through an abundance mindset and enhancing your mindset so that you too can live the life that you truly deserve. Now, we're going to get right into the conversation, but as usual at the end, I'm going to share some more of my thoughts about the conversation, and then I'll send you off so that you can go out and live your life of abundance. Our featured guest today is Nitin Choda. Nitin began his entrepreneurial journey at the age of 14 when he sold bottled Coca-Cola, that was before they had cans, and returned the bottles back to the store to earn back the deposit. As I said before, Nitin is the American dream, having arrived in the United States with no money and a post-9-11 world. Nitin worked as a waiter in restaurants and waited to eat after guests left since he could not afford his own meal. He slept in his car since he could not afford rent, so obviously he understands what it means to truly struggle. Today he owns several businesses that collectively gross high seven figures, flies business class around the world, and runs a team of remote employees around the world, all of whom live life on their own terms. This is the true American story. Men of Abundance, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Mr. Nitin Choda. Nitin, welcome to Men of Abundance, man. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Wally? Man, I'm really good. I am so excited that you found Men of Abundance. By the way, how did you find Men of Abundance? You know, I have uh, an assistant who's working with me, and uh, we created a plan where we would go, uh, where, where we would go look at some of the most successful iTunes podcasts, uh, and and we define success by you know your ranking, um, your reviews, and we found you and we reached out to you. I really appreciate that, and thanks for that feedback. That's great that uh, somebody's finding me out there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So where you at in the world? Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Where are you at in the world? I'm in New Jersey, actually. I was born and raised in Mumbai, India, but I've been living in New Jersey for um, about 17 years now, 16, actually. Oh, that's mm-hmm. exciting. That is yeah. really exciting. I think you're my first guest from originally from Mumbai. That's super yeah. cool. <laughs> very Sounds cool. Sounds great. Awesome. So, you know, as, as you may or may not have listened, have you listened to any of the episodes, listened to the show at all? Yes, I have, and I think you do a great job, and I, and I love the stories from your listeners. I, I appreciate them. I learn a lot from them. Excellent. I really appreciate that, and I'm looking forward to sharing your story here as well because you really have a great story. So as you know, before we get started, I really like to start out each show the way I start out every morning, which is with an attitude of gratitude. Nitin, mm-hmm. what do you have to be grateful for today? 
Uh, the number one thing I'd say family. Beautiful. If mm-hmm. you if you want me to be specific, I can. But I thought I you would. wanted a short. Absolutely, shorten. absolutely. Be specific. Let's talk because this is really you know being having an attitude of gratitude and being grateful for family and everything. It really is extremely important, and we love to have those conversations here. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I want to be respectful of your time and your listeners' time. So I'm happy giving you answers. And if you want me to uh, elaborate, I'm happy to. I just don't want to go on and on and uh, you know uh, go off on a tangent. And I want you to control the pace of the podcast. That's all. Yeah, and I um, appreciate that. So go ahead, go ahead and uh, elaborate a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I live here in New Jersey uh, with uh, my my wife. Um, we've been married for almost ten years now. It's amazing, and we have a two year old son. And in fact, uh, in fact, another one on the way. So I couldn't be more grateful for where I am now. And honestly, and we'll get into this when we talk about my story and my my sort of my turning point but uh, I, I honestly believe Wally that I am the American dream I live the American dream because um, you know I came to the US in a post 9-11 world and I've been through a lot but now you know I run multiple businesses I have multiple employees I work from home I make my own hours and and at the end of the day even if all of that was to go away the one thing that really matters is family uh, and family doesn't have to be you know spouses and kids it could be it could be siblings, your parents. Heck, it could be you know, you know, um, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and you know, you can call them family in a sense. But the people around you, the closest people around you, are essentially what define your life. You know, that's what I believe. Absolutely, one hundred percent agree, and I'm glad that you recognize that as well. And as you know, before we got started here, I shared a little bit about your bio, about what you do, and it is a little bit personal, but. <laughs> You just alluded a little bit to it into your personal life. I would like to get a little bit more personal, and mm-hmm. let's learn a little. Let's learn a little bit more about Nitin right now. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm 39 years old. I moved to the. I came to the U.S. Uh, for the first time in 2002 uh, in a in a post 9/11 world when I was 24. And uh, you know, despite despite the nature of the world at that time, and honestly, I believe the world is even more bizarre today <laughs> than it was back then. But but even though, even even given the nature of fear that was that was uh, that was sort of uh, occurring throughout America at that time, I still feel. I mean, it still blows me away how I felt welcomed, how I felt comfortable. I can honestly say that I I believe you know deep down in my heart in my soul that America is the greatest country in the world. So, fast forward a few years, um, you know, I started my own business. It was successful. I started a couple of others. So you know. Um, I would say that, you know, as an immigrant who came to the U.S. with nothing, I kid you not, with nothing, uh, I've been through uh, several turning points. One of them was when I lost my job um, and, uh, you know, um, I was sort of thinking of throwing in the towel and going back to India. I met the right person. I met, I actually met a friend who was also an immigration attorney who, you know, advised me to to apply for a permanent resident card, which I didn't even know at that time what that meant. It's called a green card. And I was told that, you know, I could get it based on my credentials because, you know, I have I have a doctorate degree and so on and so forth. Um, I, I met the right person and then I ended up sort of essentially creating a future here in the United States. And would you like me to get into the pivotal moment now or just go through the general aspects of the story for now, Wally? Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's transition a little bit. And before we get into the pivot point, I really mm-hmm. want to, as you know, because you've heard the show, 
here on Men of Abundance, we really like to get into that kick in the gut moment before we even get into the pivot point. And the mm-hmm. reason for that is, is because I want men to realize, even though we've already had 80 some odd stories at this point, that I really want men to get the point that men can be down as far as they can think they can possibly go and even further and then bring themselves back up. So mm-hmm. I know you've got many based on what I know about you already, because I've looked at your background, I know you've got many kick-in-the-gut moments. I'd love for you to share just one of those with us and really make us feel that. You know, I'll, I'll share some that I think uh, uh, will will resonate. Um, I almost went bankrupt, and this was very recent. It was about uh, four or five years ago. Uh, I was actually at a point where um, I honestly didn't think I could pay my own bills and I couldn't pay my staff and my staff has been with me loyal with me for a long time I've had I have staff members who've been with me for eight years and um, you know I, I had to take as an as an entrepreneur there are times you know uh, when entrepreneurship brings out the best in you it also sort of takes you right to the bottom and for me the bottom was looking at my bank account and saying oh my god am I am I going to be able to make it do I have to go back and you know get a job so for me um it was it was scary because um it made uh, you know that i think i think all men have a moment in their life when they judge their self-worth by how much money they make i believe that because i've mm-hmm. been there um and five years ago i i was at a point where i judged my self-worth by how much money i made i mean obviously money is important i'd be i'd be lying if i said that it's not important but um, it, I, I considered myself a failure, not only because I was financially, uh, um, you know, in the dumps, but I considered myself a failure because I let it get to that point. And then, you know, I, I took a good long, hard look in the mirror and I said, listen, um, what do I want from my life? And then I'm mean, honestly, the answer was, Hey man, you've been through so much. Cause you know, I've been through a lot leading up to that point five years ago. And I, and I said to myself, um, Things can only get better. And what is the best thing you can do in this situation? I mean, how can you dig yourself out of this hole, you know, a little bit at a time? And again, family had a lot to do with it. A lot of support from my from my wife and uh, those around me. And that's what allowed me to sort of, you know, claw my way back. But uh, I think financial bankruptcy or the fear of financial bankruptcy is something that a lot of men, fortunately, don't have to worry about. But if you do get close to it, especially when you're running your own business, it can it can shatter the very fabric of your self confidence. It can uh, it can make you question whether you're incompetent, whether you're worthy. And I've been there. Th- does that answer your question, Wally? Yeah, it does. And we're going to dig a little bit deeper here because of what I already know about you. And you know, so many men they get to that point. Unfortunately they just can't handle it because they're not as resilient as you were at that point. And I think it's based on your past experiences. They don't have the abundant mindset and realize what you realize that you can slowly take yourself out of that situation because where you were at was not who you are. It just happened to be where you were in that point in your life. Right. You know, it's interesting you bring that up and, uh, and I, I want to actually, uh, may I, may I just uh, expound on what I, what I consider to be an abundant mindset? Absolutely. Um, for me, abundant mindset, and I call it total activation, is about what I call the EPSSI uh, principle. Uh, e for emotional, 
you know, emotional capabilities, you know, sort of being emotionally capable of dealing with tough situations. And, you know, honestly, you learn that you, you sort of as you go through experiences in life where you've suffered, to be honest. I mean, all of us have suffered in life, whether, uh, you know, whether it's in one way or another. So the emotional competence or the emotional intelligence, I believe, is a huge part of how you can deal with situations. I said EPSSI, the P, uh, emotional, physical. The second aspect is physical, right? Um, having some element of physical fitness. I mean, you don't have to be an athlete or run a marathon or a half marathon, which, by the way, I ran. I ran the New Jersey half marathon. I didn't think I could do it, but I ran it a couple of months ago just because I wanted to push myself physically. To the limit and just so that you know it took me over three hours to run that marathon mm-hmm. so <laughs> i was i was you know among the last few people to finish it but i finished it <laughs> yeah. you know so That's the amazing. point is so there's emotional there's physical then s for social surround yourself with the right people even if you have to pay for it what i mean by that is spend money on you know business networking events go to conferences meet with people create sort of brainstorming groups if you're an entrepreneur pick up the phone and call your friends friends you haven't talked to since a long time establish and build those social connections and honestly i you know we can all get better at that then the other s is spiritual have some sort of you know guiding belief it doesn't have to be religion it doesn't have to be um but it has to be some sort of a belief that you know the world is more than you know the the, the, the your problems sort of there are people in the world that have more problems than you you know so mm-hmm. have a higher sense of perspective and appreciate what you have i think i think that has a lot to do with spirituality although you know we could just talk about that for an hour alone and the i the final component epssi emotional physical social spiritual and intellectual i think it's important for all of us to challenge our brain at all times i have a 2 year old wally i look at him and i'm blown away by how much he absorbs i mean i'm I um I look at it and every day is a surprise every day is a privilege. I feel I'm 39, right? I hope that when I'm 65 I'm not, you know, sitting in front of a TV. I hope I'm trying to learn a new language or do some word games to challenge my mind. So I think we should all be challenging ourselves emotionally, physically, socially, spiritually and intellectually to live a life of abundance. Wonderful. I absolutely 100% agree. And it's funny you bring that up because actually I'm reading a book right now for the second time. Actually, to be honest with you, I'm I'm listening to it. And I've already Mm -hmm. ordered the physical book because it's the type of book that I want to study. And the book is called Business Secrets from the Bible. And it's written by Mm -hmm. uh, Rabbi Lappin. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And much of what you just mentioned, it's just amazing. And I don't care... If you're Jewish, Christian, religious, it doesn't matter. This book will apply. You will get something out of this book. It's really, really good. And as much mm. of what you were just talking about, really good stuff. And thanks for sharing check that. check it out. I like that acronym, and I like that. So I'm, gonna, I'm writing all this stuff down as well. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah. in your past, also at some point, and I don't know at what point this was. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm guessing it was before the uh, near bankruptcy. At mm-hmm. some point, you were actually, I mean, you were working in a restaurant and you were getting your meals, you know, after guests and, and whatnot and sleeping in your car and stuff like that. Can you share mm-hmm. a little bit a little bit more about that experience with us? So when I, uh, in, back in 2002, um, I was, uh, you know, I went through an experience where I lost a job um, that that was the only job I had known. 
and I had to go through some immigration paperwork before I could, you know, legally get, uh, you know, another job. And I, 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 you know, for me, I, I had only two options. Uh, option one, just, you know, um, give up and go back to India. Option two, you know, wait for my, my permanent resident card. And during that time, I didn't have enough money to pay my rent. During that time, I, uh, you know, all I could do was, I was essentially in a transition period where all I could do was work in a restaurant, make seven bucks, eight bucks an hour in cash. I didn't have enough money for food. I didn't have enough money to pay my rent. So yeah, I slept in my car and uh, I, I worked in an Indian restaurant chopping vegetables. No shame in that. I still remember cutting the onions. In fact, I remember the owner of the restaurant gave me his jacket. Uh, and that was an act of kindness that I'll never forget. He gave me his jacket because it was the middle of the winter in New Jersey. Winter in New Jersey is, you know, is brutal. Although I've heard, although I've heard it, it can get worse in other parts of the country. Not a big fan of the snow, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, but, um, so I, I used to, you know, cut the vegetables and, you know, the, the guests would eat and I would clean the table. Not only would I wait the tables, I would sort of uh, chop up, you know, the food so and, and pass it on to the chef so they could cook. And then, when the guests left is when I had the opportunity to eat because that was the, you know, the, 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 the staff culture, uh, as I'm sure it is in many other places. So, mm -hmm. um, so for me, uh, that was a very humbling experience and, uh, that just taught me that, you know, listen, there's, there's no shame in, in sort of, uh, doing something like that as long as you can climb your way out of it. Because what I did was I managed to save every single dollar. I kid you not. I saved every single dollar. Uh, and I was able to, you know, start my own business and then gradually build it up from there to get to a point where, you know, um, we have a seven figure business today with multiple employees all over the world. Man, you truly, truly are the American dream in that what's literally sold, in, you know, in the commercials and movies and the whole bit. I mean, seriously. And you're right, Nit, and there is absolutely no shame in any level of honest work. None whatsoever, as long as you're continuously, in my mind, moving forward and have a greater goal in life, and you certainly did that. So now at this point, let's get into that pivot point. How did mm -hmm. you dig yourself out of this situation? So when I was on the verge of uh, financial bankruptcy, I did what uh, businesses can do and should do. Uh, and I'm, by the way, I'm talking about, uh, this is primarily me as an entrepreneur, so hopefully there are some lessons, personal takeaways for listeners who are not entrepreneurs, right? When you're in a situation where, where you're financially in a hole, in a deep, 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 dark place, um, you've got to do, uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're working 9 to 5, uh, well, guess what? Work 6 to 10 or work 6 to midnight. Uh, wait tables if you have to. Um, you know, find another job or ask for overtime or, you know, do enough work where you can earn a bonus. Do, you know, do stuff like that. Um, if you have to take a loan or ask someone to help you out financially, that's what, you know, I would do if I was working a nine to five job as an entrepreneur, what I did was, I mean, I think there are three aspects to making more money in a business one. And by the way, this is, this, this doesn't come from me. It comes from a marketing expert, Jay Abraham. Uh, he wrote a book called, you know, getting everything you can out of all you've got, which mm -hmm. is an amazing book, by the way, it's a lot of, there's a, you know, he goes on and on with certain things in the book, but a lot of big takeaways there. Um, so what I, there are three ways a business can make more money. One, sell more stuff to your existing clients. Two, get more referrals from your existing clients. And three, 
sell more stuff to new clients. So essentially, there are three pillars to it. So I knew that selling more stuff to my existing clients was the easiest thing to do. So what I did at that point was I came up with a service that would logically make more sense to my existing clients. And I and I sort of I was on the phone all day. I was on the phone. I was sending out multiple emails. I essentially hustled and hustled and hustled and sold and sold and sold uh, a, a sort of a related service to my existing clients. And well, they bought, and that allowed me to get a surge of cash flow, which allowed me to pay my bills. And then uh, you know, it. Um, I think the rest, uh, the rest sort of grew exponentially from there. So for me. I uh, I simply sort of said I have to sell. I was I was on the phone for about 16 hours a day. I kid you not. People were asking me, why are you calling us at nine o'clock in the evening? And I was like, it's nine o'clock in the evening. I didn't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, because you were in what we call the flow. You were you were just there and 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 really kind of at that point, I'm guessing either enjoying what you were doing or you were just motivated to uh, pay that rent. Exactly, exactly. I, I, I didn't want to let my staff go because they looked at me, they looked up to me and I, uh, I uh, you know, I, um, I wanted to make sure I had enough money to pay my bills and to pay my staff because at the end of the day, you know, that's part of the network, right? If you're an entrepreneur, the right staff around you makes all the difference. Absolutely. You can't lose them. Jay Abraham, I'm very familiar with Jay Abraham. And mm-hmm. the first step that you said was to sell more products to your existing clients. And the reason why that is number one is because your existing clients already know, like, and trust you if you're doing right. business properly. And for mm-hmm. those of right. you out there who are not entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs are, you should already get that. And you should have already heard that. But those of you who are not entrepreneurs, who are employees working for somebody else, I submit to you and I ask you, what are you doing for the company that you work for? Are you vested into that company? Are you Do you have a vested interest in that company? One of the things that I've learned is if you're, you're in business yourself as an employee, it just so happens that your only client is your boss, the person that's paying you. Mm-hmm. So you have to provide value to that company and that individual. You can do it the same way. Your company that you work for already has customers. Figure out a way to add more value to those customers. If they walk in the door, give them a huge smile. That is adding value to their day right there, just from the very beginning. There are so many ways to do this. So I'm bringing that up because I don't want anybody to be left out. I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show, but we also have a lot of people who are not entrepreneurs and don't really have a desire to, but you definitely want to keep that job and you want that business to do very well. So Mm -hmm. I submit that to you. What are your thoughts on that, Nitin? You know, I think, um, and I think um, there's a book uh, called Influence. In fact, I'm looking right at it uh, um, because uh, I'm sitting here with all my books uh, surrounding me. There's a book called Influence by Robert Cialdini, C-I-A-L-D-I-N-I. Uh, I think he's a professor of psychology at a university in Arizona or something like that. Robert Cialdini. And he, there was an interesting experiment done with uh, with uh, servers at, at restaurants in New York. And they did three separate experiments. I, I believe it's three or four. And their goal was to determine what action, if any, resulted in uh, the highest gratuity. So they took three series of actions. One action resulted in the standard 15% gratuity. The second action resulted in about 19, 20% gratuity. And the third action, you'll be surprised, uh, resulted in much higher gratuity. I think it was closer to 24, 25%. In a nutshell, what happened was when the server said, thank you so much for coming in, here's your check, uh, 
they got the standard 15%. When the server came back and, uh, you know, said, um, instead of one mint, I'm going to give you two mints. Now, I know that sounds silly, but just the act of giving an extra mint to the, uh, to the you know, to, to the guests resulted in a bump in the gratuity. And the third action was for you. This, this is an extra mint for you good people. The moment the server said that, the, the gratuity jumped up. So the, the, the moral of the story is when you do things that are unexpected and personalized, these are the two key components, Wally, unexpected and personalized. Then people are surprised. I mean, I'm a physical therapist, right? Uh, if, if, a, if a patient comes to see me and I treat their shoulder, well, they expect it, right? But if they come to see me and I treat their shoulder and I say, you know what? Hey, Susie, I know you're having a hard time walking. Guess what? I'm going to get you a cup of coffee because I know you like coffee. And I'm going to walk you to your car. Mm. Okay? I'm, I'm going to walk you to your car just so that you don't trip on the way there. Or, you know, I'm just going to walk with you, have a chat with you. That is going to blow her away. I, I shop just so that you know, Wally, I shop at Whole Foods. And I saw a sign that said, and it blew my mind. I saw a sign. Just the sign itself, by the way, was unexpected and personalized. Nobody had to do anything. The sign said, if your bags are too heavy, we'll carry your bags to the car for you. <laughs> and, and I said to myself, I don't see that at Stop and Shop. I don't see that at Stop uh, Shop, right? I don't see that at Costco. So um, ask yourself, what can you do in a business, in a personal relationship, in life? In 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 uh, you know um, what can you do that's unexpected and personalized, and you will always 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 impress the person on the other side if you do something that they are not expecting and that's some and something that is unique and personalized to them. Just keep those two words in mind: unexpected and personalized. So so simple, so simple yet so powerful. And mm -hmm. this right here is abundant thinking, men of abundance. This is abundant thinking. So. What are you doing now specifically? What is your business and how are you serving humanity? Yeah, I mean, um, my uh, I'm a physical therapist. I, uh, you know, I serve other physical therapists through software and business coaching. But my main business, uh, which is something that I've always, always, always had a passion for, is uh, helping uh, men and women uh, bring out the best version of themselves, you know, both physically as well as emotionally. And the way we do that is we've actually formulated a bunch of skincare products and nutritional supplements as well as a book that essentially outlines my whole philosophy the EPSSI philosophy emotional physical social spiritual intellectual uh, and uh, you know um, they can get more information on our website um, can I mention the website Wally or will you do that or oh, that's up to you yeah absolutely you can mention it here we'll talk about it at the end as well oh um, sure sure mm -hmm. so the website is www.totalactivation.com that's total activation.com and you know it has the book uh, our skincare products and nutritional supplements that work hand in hand to help you get totally activated wonderful absolutely wonderful so and and i love that you know you studied obviously to get your doctorate and you're a physical therapist and that mm -hmm. must have taken a lot of time and effort and money but then yeah. you here you are doing something completely different in something you were obviously very passionate about i love that you're doing that you, you know why i believe that um you know you have a choice right you can have a one-to-one -one impact or a one-to-many impact and there's uh, and my wife by the way is also a physical therapist she loves treating patients 
and so um you know she and you know honestly i believe she's a better clinician than i am i make no i mean i have no uh, hesitation to, in saying that she's a, she's a very good clinician me personally quite frankly i enjoy the writing the speaking uh the entrepreneurship the management the product development more so than actually clinical care it's just it's just who i am so for me i like to take the one to many approach but my wife is uh, you know uh, is like most other physical therapists one to one approach which is amazing it's just you know you got to do what what personally drives you and what uh, what you know what makes you excited right yeah absolutely i completely agree so nitin at this point we're going to pay it forward you ready to do that sure excellent hey man you know here at men of abundance i'm really big on living your life of abundance in family faith finances and fitness and we have all of these discussions but one of the things that we've been talking about lately is improving and increasing your finances and there are so many reasons for that that i'm not going to get into today but we're always talking about why it's important and a few ideas about how you can do that but i've never really shared the nuts and bolts about exactly what to do and how to do it so today right now i'm going to share with you one of the resources that i personally use that keeps me on track and up to date with all the latest trends and everything about my personal business and if you have a business and are struggling at this point or thinking about starting a business this is a resource that you absolutely must get your hands on i am talking about a membership site called freedom it's spelled f r e e d y m this is the netflix for entrepreneurs because I can't even tell you how many videos are in here for you to learn from. Everything to have to do with entrepreneurship, motivation, personal growth, marketing, money, lifestyle, membership sites, you name it. Everything you need to get started is right here. And since I'm a member, you can get started for just $1. The way to do that and to get to that link is to go to menofabundance.com. Click on the resources tab at the top of the page and scroll down and you will see the Freedom logo, F-R-E-E-D-Y-M. Click on that, take a look, see everything that they have and get started for just $1 and get inside. You're going to be blown away at how much information is in there. I'm loving it. I'm using it and it is greatly assisting me in building my side hustle and building my membership site. So right after this conversation, go to the resources tab at menofabundance.com and go check it out. All right, let's get back to the conversation. So give our abundant leaders one to three actionable steps that they can take today. Yeah, I would say uh, going back to the EPSSI, I would do P for physical. Um, if you have something like a Fitbit or a heart rate monitor or something that, by the way, I, I wear one of those all the time. I'm wearing one right now. Try and raise your heart rate uh, within a normal safe range. And there's ways for you to figure that out. Try and raise your heart rate to within a normal safe range at least 10 minutes a day or uh, walk at least five to 6,000 steps, preferably closer to eight to 10,000 steps a day. Honestly, it's not that hard. Walk for an hour, you'll get there. So that would be the first uh, suggestion. The second would be the social component. Pick up the phone and do something unexpected and personalized for someone in your life. Uh, better yet, do it in person. That would be amazing. If you haven't met one of your, if you haven't talked to one of your parents, a sibling, 
an old friend, guess what? You know, uh, call them, and if you have the kind of relationship with them where you can show up and surprise them in person, that is even better. And the I for intellectual, do something to challenge your mind, whether it's learn a new language, read a book. I think the book that Wally was talking about, uh, Business Secrets of the Bible, right, Wally? Right, correct. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that one up, um, and uh, you know, pick up a book. Uh, learning a new language is a big deal, obviously. Pick up a book. Um, uh, challenge yourself. Um, you know, I don't know. Read an article on the New York Times or the Washington Post or something. Increase your body of knowledge, uh, and commit to doing that at least five minutes a day, so that you're emotionally, uh, excuse me, so that you're physically, socially, and intellectually challenging yourself a little bit every day. Excellent. Wonderful. What daily habits make up the biggest impact in your life? I'm talking to people that uh, can add value to my life, engaging with them, whether it's, uh, you know, through uh, email, Facebook Messenger, or just a phone call. I'm I'm fortunate that I'm able to pick up the phone and talk to people that, uh, you know, that are business owners or, or, or you know, friends who, who you know, who will take my call, right? Um, so just, just uh, the social, going back to the social component of it, uh, engaging with people who add value to my life and who, you know, are not energy vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I know those people. Hey, and uh, I got one other suggestion as far as socially and, and getting in contact with people as far as calling or meeting them personally face-to-face. If you're not able to meet them face-to-face, one of my favorite things to do that really blows people away, and I always get great responses from it, is I do a short video clip. I either do it on, on Messenger or I'll do it on somebody that connects with me on Instagram, or, mm. or even in an email. I'll instead of typing out an email, I'll do mm. a real quick video clip of me. You know, I'm usually standing on a beach or something like that, but uh, of anywhere, and I'll just you know in the moment. And I do you know a couple of those a day. I can't do mm. it for everybody that I that connects with me on the social networks and whatnot. But seriously, that really makes a big impact. I think that's amazing. That's a great idea. Yeah. So. What are you reading or listening to right now that you'd recommend to our abundant leaders and why? So, um, you know, that book Influence, uh, there was a um, there was a second uh, sort of version of it. It's called Influence, Science and Practice, again, by Robert Cialdini. So the book is Influence, mm-hmm. Science and Practice by Robert Cialdini. And that that particular book um, has several examples of social experiments uh, that were carried out that tend to impact human behavior. Um, so I think for me, human behavior is a very interesting, uh, is a very interesting and fascinating subject because, you know, one thing usually leads to another, um, and every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Um, so that, that's the book I'm reading right now. Excellent. I'm very fascinated with that subject as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I do this men of abundance podcast so I can have all of these conversations with so many different people. And um, I'll have that book and any other books and links, anything else we mentioned linked up in the show notes at menofabundance.com. So what do you feel holds most people back from living a true life of abundance? And I know I'm sounding like a broken record here, but um, the wrong people around you, uh, here's the answer, not having the right people around you. Um, If it's a family member, uh, who sort of doesn't support your dreams or uh, or a, a spouse or a significant other that's not supportive uh, or who doesn't have confidence in you. I think that is the one thing that holds most people back. Physically, we can always change and improve. And I, and I do believe a lot of the physical problems 
you know, being overweight or sort of uh, any other physical manifestations are usually manifestations of other things going on. But I do feel the source of it is having the, the I, I do believe that having the right people around you uh, is crucial to a life of happiness, freedom and abundance because social satisfaction will feed emotional satisfaction. It will feed physical, you know, physical uh, fitness. It will feed a spiritual sense of uh, happiness and it will feed uh, an intellectual uh, curiosity in you. I believe it all starts with social because, you know, there was a there was somebody who was over 100 years old who was asked, I think this was a person in India actually, who was asked, what's the secret to your long life? So she said ginger tea. Um, I'm pretty sure that helps, but I don't know about that. But she said surrounding myself with happy people. She said two things. Well, fortunately, I like ginger tea and I do surround <laughs> myself with amazing people. <laughs> so you're going to live to be 100, Wally. I hope I can catch <laughs> At least. At least. And the fact is, men of abundance, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Spend well that time with the right people. Absolutely. So what does living a life of abundance mean to you? It means uh, waking up in the morning and being happy with what lies ahead of you. It means um, it means being able to um, to do the things that you want when you want being able to say you know what i don't feel like doing a certain thing at a certain time and being able to make your own rules but that's all internal that's all about the me more importantly it involves being a source of inspiration to those around you it involves um sort of helping others create their lives because you know when you have employees you 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 know they, they build their lives around uh, the culture and the paycheck that they get from your company and it involves being uh, a source of inspiration and being sort of literally, um, it involves being a source of inspiration to other businesses that uh, can then, you know, look at you and try and emulate your success. So that's how I would answer that. Yeah, I absolutely love it. It's my belief that we are put on this earth to add value and to serve others, not to serve ourselves. And by serving yeah. others, we get served ultimately uh, in the end. And I just truly believe that. You know, it does start by serving yourself, right, Wally? They right. say if you're in an airplane and it's going down, take care of yourself before you help the passenger next to you. So, um, so I think I think that I think we need to be satisfied internally before we have something to give externally. Otherwise, we have nothing to give, and that's when that's when you know people become takers. Because I think at the end of the day, the givers keep the givers get the most, and the takers end up, uh, you know, losing the most. Because the more you give, the more you get, and the more you try and take, take, take. Uh, the more you'll end up uh, empty. Absolutely. I literally just said that. I think it was yesterday. I literally used that analogy just yesterday. Life uh, life gives to the givers and takes from the takers. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 100%. So what did we not talk about here in our conversation today that you'd like to make sure that our abundant leaders get? Um, I Honestly, I think we covered everything. I think if we can look at our lives from five angles, emotional, physical, social, spiritual, and intellectual, and if we can do a little bit to challenge ourselves in all of those areas, I think that um, if, if that sounds like a lot, then start with the social. But uh, tackle your life with those five areas and the other things will fall into place. Absolutely perfect. So share that uh, website with us one more time and we will say goodbye. Sure. The website is www.totalactivation.com and you can get our books, skincare products and nutritional supplements that help you live a life of uh, 
abundance at that site. And if they, if you folks want to reach us, you guys can go to the contact us page. Our phone number, our email, our contact us is all there on totalactivation.com. Excellent. Nitin, this has been a very fascinating conversation. I look forward to having our conversation continue on after the show as well into many years from now. I want to thank you for your time and reaching out and um, enjoying Men of Abundance and reaching out to be on the show. So I want to say aloha. Thank you. Aloha. Thank you. All right, guys. I hope that conversation really hit home for some of you and kind of put a fire under you a little bit. Some of you know a little bit about my background and know that I grew up in a trailer behind another man's house. We couldn't even afford the trailer park. And then we upgraded later to the trailer park. That was after my parents got divorced and my mom moved up to a guy who had a nicer trailer. Quite frankly, that's just the fact of the matter. And, you know, at the time, I really didn't think I had it all that bad. I knew we were poor. Even we even had less money than some of my friends in the school that I went to. And, you know, the front, front people that I hung around with, at least they were all living in houses anyway. Uh, nobody else that I hung around with lived in the trailer. But I still did not live in the conditions uh, Nitin grew up in up until the time that he came to the United States. I've never been homeless in a car. I've never had to eat in a restaurant. I've worked in many restaurants, and I have eaten some <laughs> restaurant food, but that was just because I was lazy and didn't want to cook when I got home. So I just ate the food that was there at the restaurant. But my point is, I've never had it quite that bad. And here he is. He came over here to make a better life for himself, and he's done that. But it wasn't easy. The story that he told, this short conversation that you just heard, is just a snippet of what him and many other people in this country and around the world go through to become better men, to do better for their family, to ensure that their kids have better opportunities. And that's all you want for your family. I know it. I know you want more abundance in your life, and you can have that. And in my mind, the best way for you to do that is to get around a group of men who are abundant thinkers and want you to succeed. You see, because every time I help somebody else do something better in their life, every time I help somebody else in any way, it makes me feel better and it lifts me up. It's a good feeling, but it also lifts me up personally and professionally. And as soon as more of us start helping each other and truly caring about each other and having an outward mindset and start thinking about others instead of always thinking about ourselves, the sooner more of us do that, the better this world will come together. I'm not talking about a bunch of kumbaya crap. I'm talking about the reality of truly helping somebody who you see in need instead of walking past it with a blind eye. So many people out there these days are on Facebook talking about, I support this, I support that, but they ain't doing shit. All they're doing is talking and they're posting and that's it. That's as far as their support goes. Their support is, oh, if I share this on my Facebook page, then I support cancer or I support this group of people or I support that group of people or I condemn this group of people, but you're not doing shit. You're not getting out and actually having a face-to-face conversation with somebody who doesn't look like you, who doesn't think like you, who doesn't act like you. It's those conversations that we need to start having. All right, guys, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. This is my platform. I can do what the heck I want, right? But I want you guys to still uh, have the opportunity to have this conversation. I would love to have this conversation with you in the Men of Abundance Facebook group. Just go to menofabundance.com, click on the Members Only tab, 
and scroll down to the bottom, get access to the Men of Abundance Facebook community, and I will give you access. We're going to have a conversation. Take care, guys. Go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance. Oh, 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 oh,